We would like to thank our amazing sponsor, Touring Plans Travel. Their destination specialists are experts in smart travel and are there to help you plan an amazing Disney vacation. Whether you are looking at Disney World, a Disney cruise, or anywhere in the world, they will book you an amazing vacation and it costs you nothing. Their services are completely free. So head over to touringplans.com travel and tell them Rope Drop Radio sent you. Now, on to the show. Helping you navigate the Disney parks. With the hope that it will be a source of joy and inspiration to all the world. You're listening to Rope Drop Radio. Welcome to another Rope Drop Radio. Derek and Doug talking all things Disney and Doug. When this show comes out, we have to record a little in advance because I am going to be on my longest Disney vacation ever. I know you're normally like a three night type of guy. That's the kind of guy, you know, that's what we could afford and that's what we like to do, you know, rope drop to park close. But this time we're going to take our, our sweet time, enjoy Walt Disney World and the Disney Wish. So that episode should be coming out and really looking forward to it, Doug. But yeah, this is this is officially the longest Disney trip and vacation that we have ever taken. Yeah. So a little tease about our topic. Yes, today on exactly. Link. Link the stay and talking about stays, we're having a rope drop trip September 11th. Not, not a long stay. We need to do not a, a nine-day rope drop radio trip. Man, we do. Yes. We really do. Do the Star Cruiser, do oh, some time yes. in the parks, go on a cruise, all of it, all of it. But this time it's September 11th through the 14th. On the 11th, we will meet up at Buzz Lightyear, do a Galactic Hero Challenge, see who can get the high score at like 4.30 or so. Then the next day, Monday the 12th, we will be eating and drinking around the world that evening, starting at like five at La Cava. And then on the 13th, yes, 13th, Tuesday, the 13th, trumpet squid hunting at 10 a.m. Meet at Min and Bill's Dockside Diner, and we'll go look for the trumpet squid together. And then on the last day, the 14th, our, our meetup will be at Gaston's. After we Where we drop will get a cinnamon roll. Where everyone Derek is welcome. Will get a I will get a cinnamon roll. Everyone's Extra icing getting... for everyone. Yes, on I me. I will get icing. Ice. Everyone gets it on me, Doug. I will the pay for the, the second icing shot. Yes. The there you go. You have to buy the cinnamon drop, roll. I will get the icing. It's it free like a, already, but yeah. It doesn't matter. It's still yeah. on me. So it's on us. It it's is. Absolutely. Up. We love it. So Gaston, so, it's the best place to go. So we hope to see you there. I know a lot of our Patreons will be coming out for that trip. So a new Patreon joining the Rope Drop Radio community. Holly, thank you so much for swag and bonus episodes. Got some good ones coming up after this week. And of course, uh, shout outs to some longtime Patreons, Anne-Marie, Amira, and Dylan Gamble. Thank you so much for being a part of the community and and supporting the show. Yes, thank you very much, patrons. Also, thank you to everyone that's left a Apple Podcast review. We love to get them, and we love to read them. And this one is titled "Love, Love, Love" by Magic Key Mama. I was wondering, Derek, do you think this is a reference to the Magic Keys at Disneyland? That is a deep cut right there. That that's going way back. That's not way back. Not I mean, way it back. was recently back, but then gone because of lawsuits and then maybe back i don't know maybe. what disneyland's gonna do with their annual pass but we'll see anyway on to the review love this podcast i needed a new podcast to listen to on my way home from work and found this one you guys are so funny as a disney mom slash wife it's funny to hear disney from a dad slash husband perspective there you go i like it so maybe one day we have to have our wives on to talk about maybe a patreon episode have a, yeah. them on to discuss what it's like to be married to Disney dads. 
It'd just be a lot of eye rolling. It would be. And, and all of our listeners and patrons would hear it from there. So anyway, let's talk more about our show today. We are going to discuss how long your Walt Disney World vacation should be. This is a topic that was trending on social media last week. And I said, Doug, we need to discuss it. So should it be a short three night or a full holiday of 10 plus nights? There are pluses and minuses to each to help with this topic. We have invited on a destination specialist from Touring Plans Travel. She has done a ton of run Disney and Disney parks from Paris to Hong Kong. She has explored numerous cruise lines, but Walt Disney World is always home. Welcome to the show, Jen Upton. Hello, hello. Thank you so much for joining us, Jen. Let's start with you giving the Rope Droppers a little bit of your Disney background. Well, Walt Disney World is definitely home for me. That was the park I visited as a kid, thanks to mom and dad. Took me on several trips, family trips in the 80s and the 90s. I spent a whole semester there in the fall of 98 on the Walt Disney World College program. Then I was a Florida resident after I got married. We lived in Fort Lauderdale about three hours away. So we had Florida resident passes and made lots of quick weekend trips, uh, you know, of course, on a, a newlyweds budget, um, headed up the highway and visiting when we could here and there. And um, then we had two babies on the same day and moved home to Kentucky. So I've got some experience now taking kids at every age from not quite two to 18 on uh, different types of trips in the parks, around the parks, through the parks, and got uh, got that parent experience in addition to, to being a travel agent, which I started almost 10 years ago uh, planning trips, not only for myself, but for all my clients too. Well, that makes it sound like you'll be a great one to yeah. answer the length of stay because you've done it at every different level there as a planner and a parent and newlywed and we got a lot to dive into here then all right so i say we get right into the topic length of stays is a big one there is no right answer there is no wrong answer but They're if you ask this on answers. social media there's a lot of answers that is what there i've learned a lot of answers yep. but let's see what answer answers what is that a phrase we can use what answer makes answers sense what to me. yeah it makes sense all right so when it comes to trip planning, there's lots of things to consider for Walt Disney World. One of the key components is definitely length of stay. So let's start with short stays. What are the benefit of a short stay, like two to four nights? That is a really quick trip to me. Um, you know, that's a quick little hit, your little magic fix, to, especially for frequent visitors to pop in, hit their favorites, uh, catch up with all the changes and updates. And then pop back home. So, you know, when you got to get your fix, you'll take it any way it comes, right? Yeah, that's definitely a, a quick fix sort of thing. Um, Derek, you've done a lot oh, of Oh, this was the uh, Sassman special for a long time. And the benefit... What made you do it? Uh, mostly it's what we could afford. When we were newlyweds and had really little kids uh, working with our destination specialist, it was like we could only afford usually two nights or two or three nights, two days at the parks, and we would go from Robe Drop, thus Robe Drop Radio, all the way to park close and uh, try to park hop and do as much as possible. But it really came down to the financial uh, part of it. And that was what was beneficial and, and made the shorter trips worth it was that, okay, we only had X amount of dollars, so let's make the most of it and do as much as we possibly could. Now, the negative, we were beyond exhausted. And our kids would be like passing out on the airplane and like the, the next day at work for both of us was just worthless. But yes, yeah. we did. We did a lot in some of those days, Doug. 
Yeah, you jumped ahead to the disadvantages there. Oh, no, okay, sorry, yes. I, I got one advantage I wanted to share is you can go rope drop to close. You don't need that nap time. If you have two full days in the park, say, like, you don't need rope don't drop skip to nap time. Don't skip the nap time, all right. I would skip the nap. Okay. Like, even on, like, maybe three days in the park, you skip that nap because you can. We've done like, a couple of these skip, recently, get Doug. That, right? So that's one advantage is you can power through. And yeah, the day after is not any fun. Any other advantages? So we got budget kind of, you can go rope drop to close, really squeeze it in timeline wise. Cause sometimes that's all the time you have. Yep. Yeah. You know, if that's all the time you have based on work schedules or school schedules and you know, if you're planning last minute, especially maybe that's the only time, the only availability resort mm. availability you can that's find. That's a good one. That's a good tip. You know, all right, now onto those disadvantages. Derek's already hit the big one. You can be exhausted after a short trip. It is a trip, you can not be a exhausted vacation. After all of them, so there or you go. That's, yeah. Don't give them. You know, I know. Not give them. <laughs> you can. I was exhausted after a cruise. You're, you're supposed to relax on. Yes. I don't know. Um, any yeah. other uh, big disadvantages, Jen? Well, I always wonder. You know, with the cost of getting there these days. You know, it depends, again, where everybody is, how far you're flying from. But if you're going to spend for airfare and transfers and all just the transportation costs to get there, are those shorter stays, are they truly more economical when you look at the big picture? But then on the other hand, with discount airlines or being able to drive in, it's, you know, it's completely, it goes both ways. That is a great point. Is your transportation cost worth two full days in the park. Maybe you need to extend it. I mean, that's something that I like to take into account. Like when we went to Europe, like I want to make it worth that airfare cost, right? Same thing for going to Disney world. Yeah. Especially now that you got to pay to get from the airport to the parks. Yeah. And as much drama as flying has been with the little moment that uh, all the airlines are having lately. Yeah. Flying. It's fun. Uh, fun? Really? That's a disadvantage. <laughs> Another disadvantage for me is uh, missing a park. So when we were uh, trying to make it more affordable and going only for two days uh, and when we had a really tight budget, we would uh, skip a park or two. Uh, I remember we did a lot Magic Kingdom or Hollywood Studios or wherever the new thing was. And so there was a good four or five year run that we never went to Epcot. So we, I mean, they didn't open anything new. Now Epcot's finally opening things up the, to make it go. But all yeah, the new things. All the new things. But yeah, we went a solid chunk of my life without going to Epcot, uh, mostly because we couldn't afford it. And because when you go to Epcot, you spend money on eating and drinking around the world. But it, that was one of the... Uh, both pros and cons of uh, those short trips. Well, another disadvantage of a short trip is like, like you mentioned missing a park. One way to add that park back in is to throw park hopper in there. Yep. But is park hopper with it worth it for only two days or three days, you, right? It's a gonna, big expense. And to, you're just going to barely hit the highlights in each park. Yeah. Right. That would have to be your goal is to eat ticket, eat ticket, eat ticket, eat ticket, eat Wow, that's that hard to say. E-ticket in all the parks, right? If that's your goal, then park hop, do those. But if your goal is to enjoy like a park thoroughly, then hopping really doesn't make sense. And so it you do miss out on things. So you got to pick and choose what you're going to do with the short stays. Um, I think we hit all the big disadvantages. The the cost to travel, is it worth it missing out on parks? I, I'll and put it this exhausted. way, Doug. 
I don't do short stays. I don't do the two days anymore. So I you know when the show started, I was really big into that. And we have you grown were. and evolved since then. And you were like, what are you going to do for seven days, Doug? I remember saying that. You're yeah. asking me that. And I'm like, the things, Derek. Everything. I'm going to do the things everything. and take a nap. And spoiler alert, you don't do everything. So let's move move on to the mid-length stay type of trips. Uh, so we're talking like four nights to the six nights, maybe into that seven range a little but Almost a week, not quite a week. More days than there are parks, right? So we're talking like maybe five park days. Um, what are the advantages? Jen, we'll right. start with you. Right. Well, you can really um, spread it out a little more. You know, of course, one day per park, four day tickets. That's really common. If, uh, if folks can get in five or six days worth of tickets, that's when I start to recommend park hopping and kind of flexing your schedule with mornings and evenings when you've got a little more time. Take that midday break. Whether you nap or don't nap, I always say, you know, you take the kids to the pool, let them change clothes. The kids aren't going to sleep. The parents might. Uh, but when, when you've got the extra time, you can do that a little more and, and park hopping lets you flex your mornings and evenings, especially when you get into fall season where the Halloween parties are happening, the Christmas parties are happening, do those magic kingdom mornings with lower crowds and then use your hopper to hop to different parks on party nights. So, you know, four to six nights, four to six days in the parks, people always say, well, we're going to take a whole day off. We're going to take a whole day off and just do the pool. And that's one approach. Another approach is to add that extra day to your ticket. You know, you guys know once you're starting to get four, five, six days, each additional day is not that much. So, you know, I generally recommend that folks go ahead and get that extra day on their ticket. Even if they don't use the entire day, you're, they're still getting the value from it. Use that as a day you sleep in, but then you've still got time in the parks that evening to entertain yourself. Yes, that's a good one. That full park or non-park day always baffles my mind. I don't because get it. if if it's a rainy day, the pool is no fun. But you can still go to the parks in the rain, like especially if there's like scattered showers to where the pool is constantly open, close, open, close. That's no fun to be at your resort trying to entertain your children. But guess what is pretty easy to entertain your children with? A few hours in the park. Nailed it. I like that. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. That's that has nothing to do with length of stay. That has that's every stay, right? Um, Derek, any advantages to those mid range trips that I'm, you like? I'm realizing five to six nights is about my favorite uh with this, and we'll probably dive into this more later, but it, it's just good because and Jen, you said this, you're getting to all the parks. And I love park hopping, so you're gonna ensure that you are getting all the e tickets that you want to get done. What is that number one thing you want to get done? great. You're going to get that done. I know for us, like we almost now are booking a half day for just Galaxy's Edge. We know we want to do all the things there and eat and stuff like that. So uh, when you stay a little bit longer, you're able to plan a little bit better on exactly what you want to do. So that's one of the big advantages. And I know, Doug, thinking about this episode, it was when we stayed at Coronado. Now you mean when I went with my family and it was our first five night trip and we did half day at a pool. I mean, yes, we went back for an afternoon. It was hot and we swam. That was a game changer. That is when I started Mm -hmm. to think, huh, these three nights do not work for me. And my kids did enjoy the pool and 
Uh, I'm, I probably didn't take a nap knowing myself, but no. it was nice to go back and rest. And so that is something that I am now liking a lot more about these mid range uh, trips. That's a great point, Derek. I just want to real quick, we have lots of new listeners over the last couple months. Uh, E-Ticket, when we say that, we're referencing uh, the top tier attractions. Back in the day, Disney had ticket books, E, D, like, you know, the alpha, A, B, C, D, E. E was like Space Mountain. A was like People Mover. There you go. Yeah. Yeah, it was, you know, tiered. You had less e-tickets. So when we say e-ticket, we're talking about the top attractions. So uh, just a little, I don't know, FYI. So, yeah, hitting those e-tickets. Also, the mid-range trip is where you start to have flexibility. The short trip, you have to plan it, and everything has to happen really precisely. There's a little more pressure. And some days... Believe it or not, Disney is not magical with rides being open when they're supposed to be. Wait, what? Right? Like it's not open in the morning or it breaks down in the afternoon or it rains and test tracks like, yes, we shouldn't have built this outside. Sorry, it's Florida. Right? So (laughs) like the mid-range trips give you a chance to where we've had a night where we went to Hollywood Studios and everything broke. So... Good news, we were rope dropping there the next morning. So it, it worked out. And that was like a five-night trip. Five five day, six nights. Um, so we had that little bit of flexibility. And when those were down, it wasn't tears. It was, you know what, we'll get it tomorrow. Ideally, we would have loved to have done them all twice, right? That's the real goal is to do things twice sometimes. But mid-range trips... We had that little bit of flexibility. So any other advantages to this category? No, nothing. All right, disadvantage (laughs) time. Because there are some, there's some disadvantages to this over the short range or the longer. So let's talk about them. You know, it's again, your time away from how much vacation time you have. You got to work with that. You got to work with those school breaks. Um, You guys, I don't know. There's a lot of disadvantages with that nice five to seven night stay. I like it. I like it. Yep. I'm starting to realize as my kids get older, uh, being more strategic with the school trips. And we've tried, we have actually another trip coming up where it's like, oh, we're actually, you know, booking into, in fact, this trip that we have is booking into my son's first day of school. So, um, yeah, it, it when you start adding on nights, you've got to really be careful on sports and school and all sorts of things. So, Uh, The only other disadvantage, Doug, is you nailed it with the weather. If you pick a time of the year, you know, I was at Walt Disney World when it was literally below freezing for two of the days. Mm -hmm. That kind of ruined two of the nights. So um, it's one of those ones where, yeah, it's still not long enough to make sure and guarantee you get to do everything. Also, when is another time Disney's actually going to go below freezing? Knock on I mean, something. At least once a year. Once a year. And right. I'm there. It happens. You're there. Yeah. Not you the got to enjoy two, that. Not the last two marathon weekends, that's for sure. <laughs> Derek, you should go marathon weekend to ensure it's cold. There you go. Okay. Except you don't Thank want you. too cold because it's two AM and you're outside. I, I'll take cold. <laughs> You'll take the cold? Oh my gosh. I've I, never been so cold at a road drop talk. in my life. I we had a trip in two thousand and ten where it was just miserable, miserably cold. And I don't ever want to experience that level of cold below below freezing at Disney World. It's just not the same. And we couldn't complain because it was like negative five at home. 
So like you can't be like, oh, I'm cold at Disney well, World. See, no one what's cares. What's funny no is cares. that it was warmer at home, and you and Michelle were texting me all yeah, the weather we reports, and I'm like, oh, thanks. I'm glad it was 30 degrees warmer there. Yeah, that made no sense. That made no sense. So all right, or disadvantages. Uh, time off from work, working around school, it's gonna cost more. Oh yeah. Not it, because you're gonna pay for more hotel. The ticket cost becomes negligible after four days, really, because the the tier pricing it gets it's cheaper to go to the park than to go to a water park at a certain part point or this is my favorite the people like instead of adding a six day to their park ticket we're gonna go to disney springs you're gonna spend way more at disney springs than you would have on your six day in the park because you wanted to bought as much stuff i'll tell you that um you're also buying more food while at disney world but you know it to be honest, counter service really isn't much more expensive than Jimmy John's in Nebraska. I can say that for a fact. Or Chipotle. My gosh, I don't know what they put in my burrito the other day, but I was like, what now? It was more than Pizza Rizzo. Uh, granted, it might have been better. Oh, it was definitely better. Uh, uh, depends on who yeah. you ask. Okay. I'm, I'm feeding two teenage boys around here, so. Yeah, that's unfortunate. I, yeah. So the, the cost... It, you know, depending on what you eat, it's definitely going to cost you more than eating at home. And the longer you stay, the more food costs, the more hotel costs. Um, that's a disadvantage. So, and also you might buy more souvenirs if you stay long. Sometimes the short trips, though, people load up because it's like, we're never coming back or we're going to leave tomorrow. I don't know. Thoughts? Am I crazy? No, we definitely spend a lot more on souvenirs on the short trips, for sure. You nailed it on that. Like, we hit the Emporium on the way out, and it's like, yeah, we're leaving tomorrow. We just got here. Buy all the things. So I, I totally can get that. By night six at the Emporium, you're like, ah, let's just go back to the room. Exactly. Yeah. Too yeah. tired to shop. Yep. So that's an interesting disadvantage advantage. I don't know. All right. Let's move on. To the long stay, or the holidays, as the British <laughs> call it. I mean, we don't, we're Americans. We don't have two weeks to go. So I'm going to say this is 7 to 12. I know. I met someone once there on, like, day 20. And I was yeah, like, right. really? I don't, I don't understand. They're spending their fortnight at the, I don't even, I don't we get it. Summer. We summer at Walt Disney World. Right. The, the United States does not understand time off from work. I understand that. So this is going to take that into account because most of our listeners are here. Our fine friends from the UK just laugh at us all all you want as we're talking about a three-day trip earlier in the program. But 7 to 12 nights. This is where it gets pretty interesting on some of the advantages and the disadvantages. But let's talk advantages of 7 to 12. First of all, they only sell a 10-day ticket unless you but. have an AP. But oh. all right, here's an advantage coming from Jen. Oh. This is where a Park Hopper Plus, or just, you can add the Plus option to a base ticket, but a Park Hopper Plus is not that much more, and this really gives you plenty to do over your long stay at Disney World. Do you guys know how the Plus options work? Why don't you explain it for everyone? Oh, lots of people don't understand, and it is tricky. You have to look at how many days of the ticket you get. So if you get a six-day Park Hopper plus ticket or a six day plus ticket, you get six days in the regular parks, the four main parks, Magic Kingdom, Epcot, Hollywood Studios, Animal Kingdom. You have six days of admission to that. You also have six admissions 
to the other attraction. That's what comes with the plus option. So on an eight-day ticket, you get eight of them. On a 10-day ticket, you get 10 of them. That's admission to Blizzard Beach, whenever it opens back up, Typhoon Lagoon, um, the four mini golf courses, each one counts as a separate one. And you can also use it for some things like the nine-hole golf course, the foot golf, and the other things keep changing in and out. I think that's what it is right now. So that is six, eight, ten, however many days of regular park admission you have. You have all of these other things. So those are things you can do on the days you aren't going to the main parks. You can hop between them. It gives you plenty of entertainment over your nice long holiday at Walt Disney World. What's the time limit on using them? Is it like 15 days, 14 days, 20 days? It's it's whatever the ticket length of use is. And on a 10-day, it's a good 14 days. Okay. Yeah, and those plus options go on out the same as the tickets. So you've got time. So you can go to your parks, day in between, add that water park in between. You could do the water park two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight That's times. That's a lot of times at a, a water lot park. Of water park. But and honestly, the price of one water park ticket, the plus option is usually about the same. Mm-hmm. It's so even folks really that close. want a, like a four-day ticket and think they'll do a day at the water park. I do we? I do a lot of Disney ticket math. I swear, Disney ticket math is half my job, but the the plus option works out about the same. That's why I use a destination specialist, because they do the math for me. I'm not good at math, Doug. We are pros at Disney math. That's, I, I don't math. <laughs> math, not me. So that's a great, great point on these long things. Derek, what's your advantages you're thinking of on these long I've stays? I've only done one long stay, Doug. Do you remember why it was a long stay? Because of hurricane. Hurricane! And I got two bonus <laughs> the hurricane days. That hurricane. Yes. So uh, we had an eight day trip and we were stuck because of the hurricane. Our flight was canceled for 48 hours. The advantage of that trip, Doug, was no one flew in and we had one day at the parks where it was empty. And it was probably the most empty it's ever been. But uh, for the for us, the advantage of is you're going to be able to make sure you get everything done. You do a longer stay, you can really strategize and make sure you get to all the parks. Your kids can be happy that they got to do what ride they want to do. Hopefully, you got to the, the food that you wanted to get done. If you're eating and drinking around the world, you're able to get to every single booth if you do a long trip. So. Are you? Uh, I, I think you can. Think, you can on so. a long I trip. Could, if no. you're doing a lot of Epcot, absolutely. That, that'd have to be a goal. That'd be I a lot of money. Oh, my gosh. Yeah, be, that's yeah. an expensive See, that's, thing. So, And that's where I was transitioning. It, uh, and we'll talk about that. But, yeah, it's it's definitely um, it's fun to stay eight days. But I am very jealous of all the Europeans I have met over the years who are 20-plus days. I don't even know what you do at that point. After After about day eight, I was ready to go home. So if you go and listen to older trip reports of mine from, you know, 2017, 2018, early 2019, we did a lot of the eight to 10 night trips. Uh, Derek can testify to that. Um, We did a lot of those. We would, one advantage, we would resort hop. Um, sometimes we'd stay in two or three different resorts, which was kind of fun to check out different resorts. I don't suggest resort hopping on your three night trip. That would be insane. Um, unless you have to, because that's availability because that's how Disney world works sometimes availability, but, um, resort hopping was one cool thing. Um, getting to see lots of different stuff, really take our time. We never slept in. 
because rope drop, but we took a lot of naps, avoided the heat of the day, saw a lot of fireworks in the evening, much more relaxing at times. At times. It was almost vacation-like. <laughs> almost. Um, we don't have those much anymore because of kids' activities in their high school. Yes, we did just do two weeks in Europe. Yes, that was just like a month ago. Um, that's not a Disney World trip. We would not – you would not find us 10 nights at Disney World right now because we're going to fly down, fly back because someone has band or someone has soccer or cross country or you know things like that. So there you go. I think that's an advantage, right? It's leisurely yeah. and you can, resort hopping. And, and yeah, definitely the, the split stay. When you split stay between two Disney resorts, they'll even move your luggage. So yeah. you pack up your luggage at one resort and um, Bell Services will take it to the other resort. Something else you can do is split stay and make a visit to that other place on the other side of Orlando. Yep. What, place, what place are we talking about? Universal? Yeah, it's it works in there better on the longer trips. We did do that um, on one long trip for sure. Mm-hmm. Sneak over yeah. there for a day or end your trip or start your trip there. That's a good way to go, especially now that Magical Express doesn't exist. You're going to have to pay for transportation anyway. You can go from the airport to Universal, Universal to Disney, Disney to the airport or in reverse. Yeah, Universal has easy transportation options that you just bundle right into your package. So it's super easy to put that together. We do that for a lot of folks. Or you go with me and I rent a car and I take a few wrong turns to get to Universal. Not saying that <laughs> that didn't happen a couple weeks ago before the wish, but it might have. It might have. Did your wrong turns take you by the outlet mall? No. No, they did not. It was like 11 o'clock at night and a little sketchy. So, oh. yeah, it was that type of wrong. <laughs> Doug turn. driving, little sketchy. That's all you It's need always a little sketchy with me driving, Derek. Been there many times. You can't wait to ride with me in September, can you? Oh, my gosh. I didn't realize you're renting a car. All right. Oh, always, Derek. Always. Okay. Unless okay. you're going to ride with Alex, which is sketchy in a different way. That's okay. So, yeah, one of the uh, advantages and disadvantages of a long trip is that you have to figure out transportation. And actually... You do with a short trip, too. That's true. But it, here's where I go. My, my thing with longer trips is it does add up financially. And that's the one mm. thing when... Uh, Are we uh, going into Yeah, I thought we were now. moving into that. Yeah. There you okay. go. Transition. Transitioning for you. Easy one. Make it clear. I did. There you go. Disadvantages, Derek. Not editing this out either. That was great. So, uh, yeah, financially, I I know when we got uh, hit by the hurricane and had to stay two extra days, it's not like Disney was like, hey, sorry that everything is canceled and you have to stay here. You still have to pay for a room. Yes, they gave us a little bit of a discount, but uh, it does add up food, rooms, um, I still do not understand how the Europeans do it for so long. Also, transportation, going to and from different parks. And if you're with Doug, you never know because he's going to take eight years to get a car anyway. So, But it's, uh, it's, it is definitely a financial investment. You're probably also going to spend some of your downtime doing laundry. Oh, yeah. Doug's mm. not. Michelle's going to do that. No. True. Yep. True story. I don't know how. I've do done laundry. laundry. So that helps. I did it at Destino Tower, so I'm, I can say I've done Walt Disney World. And I've done it at Animal Kingdom Lodge. There you go. Yeah, the good news is laundry is often by the pool, so those two things can go together. Yep. Pool and laundry. Yeah, that makes sense. Um, so disadvantages, yes, it's longer. It's got to fit your schedule. The cost goes up. 
packing laundry you gotta are you gonna take all your clothes or just some of your clothes and wear them twice um all things to consider one disadvantage that i found on a long trip was early in the trip it was really easy to say we'll get that later we'll get that next time we're here don't worry about it. we'll get that next time yep we'll be back and then all of a sudden it's the second to last day and you're like crap the kids are reminding us of every single thing we said we'll do that later and there's not enough time to do it all later that happens it's legitimate and real that's that happened to you guys at all ever you're like yeah we'll do that later and then the kids are like hey every single trip every single one even if it's a three night we'll do that later we don't do it always later it's always later. That's, the a kids always having a, that's a negative of having an annual pass. Because I tell our kids, hey, you have annual passes. We'll do that next time. Next time. That's an excellent time to do things, too. All right. On to the, the big question. So we talked about the different lengths of stay, the advantages, disadvantages. It's the right answer for somebody all the time, right? But let's ask it because it's Rope Drop Radio. We want the answers. Lots of people like to ask the question. What is the perfect length for a Walt Disney World trip? What is it, Jen? If someone asks you, what's the perfect length? What are you saying? I am saying it absolutely depends on you and your family. And that's what I do day in, day out. That's what all the destination specialists at Touring Plans do. We talk to our clients to figure out what they want to do how much time they have to do it in and what their budget is to do it with. And then we take all those factors and put together the perfect Walt Disney World trip that is the perfect length for that time. Just because this trip is short doesn't mean the next one might not be longer. It just depends. It's like she's running for office. That's the most political correct answer uh, of anything. Wow. Hello, TA. Uh Uh-huh. For real. So so non-TA voice. I mean, we do run Disney trips and there are times that we hardly go to the parks Our our run Disney trips. When we run wine and dine, it is enough time to get there, hit the expo, run the races and go, go to the party and go back home. Um, When we run the dopey challenge every year, that's a longer trip. The races are longer and we'd like to stay a couple of days after and have our part time because we don't try to do our part time at the front when we're running lots of races. But, you know, every trip's different. It depends on if the kids come. It depends on if the kids are at home with somebody else. It just absolutely depends. And, you know, we work with what you got and what you can do. I do like to get people into all four parks, especially if they're not frequent flyers like we all are. That's a good point. Trying to get people in all four parks, I think. Um, there. What would you say, Derek, before I give my answer? What What's your perfect Five nights. This is Derek. I thought about this quite a bit and went back and forth on it. And I have realized five nights is the perfect amount for me, for me and my family. Uh, And don't ask my wife because she would say like 38 days. Um, But I've realized for my personal with my kids and with my work schedule, five nights is and when my kids schedule is right for me i can get to all four parks i can do the uh dining that i want to do usually when i go there's some new thing or something i need to check out and so i can make sure i get that in for the show and financially we've realized five nights every year is about right for us 
See, I like to say six nights because that gives you that bonus day oh, to I hit a park early. again. Well, not everybody can handle that, sir. You know, it, especially our, if our it's your first this time. Week is at five a.m., so we're good. Yeah, and then you're exhausted. But if if it's your first trip, you're not sure you're ever going again. I I like to say six nights is a good goal. If you can swing it, you should do it. I don't know. I'm not paying for anybody else's trip, so it's easy for me to say that. I love when this was asked on Twitter. You got everything from three nights all the way up to, like, I saw 14th and 15th. So for every family and every person, it's a different answer. Yeah. That's why we uh, – it's the impossible I like it. So uh, that that one might be one to ask our listeners. Definitely this week, that's our poll. That's why the perfect length in our minds is kind of what I like to see people – you know, like if if you have the resources, shoot for that six night, right? Don't just settle at four, something like that. That's what my logic is. If you have the ability to do it, go for it. So, all right. And and I'll put a bonus. If you're staying at the Halcyon for a couple nights, then you got to add on a few extra nights. Yeah, well, then you just book a back-to-back on the house. You want to do four nights. Oh, I like that. Weird. Yes, that would be. That would be weird. I don't think that works like a no. regular cruise because it just starts over. It wouldn't be like, oh, well, gotta that give got give a few months up. in between. Okay. Yeah, okay, never mind. But still, great way to start or finish a trip. All right. Jen, are you ready for the, the lightning, lightning round? round? This is where we ask you questions about your favorite Disney, Pixar, Marvel, Star Wars, and you answer. There are points. They do add up, but they mean absolutely nothing. Are you ready? Hello. Here we go. All right. Favorite Disney movie? Hercules. Excellent answer. Good answer. All right. Favorite Disney character? It was along with Hercules. It's got to be Megara. Okay. That might be a first. That's a first like on the show. It. Absolutely. All right. Favorite Disney villain? Maleficent. How is that not Hades? Yeah, I was going to go. You you set yourself up for Hades, which is one of the best villains. He's hilarious. Yeah, he is. We got to wonder about Maleficent's motivations. I don't know. It's a live action movie. Change your Okay. Excellent. All right. Well, we're good with that. All right. Favorite Disney song? I'm going back to Hercules. I won't say I'm in love. Oh, okay. Oh, okay. Oh, not the song. He's good. No, very I, good I, one. Yeah, yeah. The whole soundtrack's great. Is All right. Which I think is weird that it's gospel about, you know, Hercules <laughs> before there's... Anyway, that's another story. All right. Favorite Disney park? Uh, Disneyland. And it's been a long time. I need to go back. So maybe also um, Hong Kong Disneyland. Oh, Okay, that might be a first. That's Hong definitely Kong. a first. That's it, a... it was it was 2010 when I was there. It was cute and tiny, and they've got a lot more going on now. Yeah, okay. not a lot yeah. of the uh, people on the show have been to Hong Kong. No. I've been to Hong Kong and Paris, so I've got more to go. All right, favorite classic attraction? You define classic. My, how about Horizons? Oh, that's, that's a, good a good one. one. Yeah, I like wow. it. Okay, that is classic. All right, favorite modern attraction. You define modern. Slide passage. Okay, yep. we'll allow it. Derek uh, like that's Derek's favorite. It's not my All favorite. Right. I just like it a lot. Favorite modern. 
What's your favorite modern one? Millennium name? Falcon when you know everyone on the oh, board. Okay, yes. with the <laughs> asterisks. <laughs> yes. When you can trust them to do their job. Well, also I can yell at Doug and then we, yeah, yeah it happens. We're getting Chewbacca mode at some point. Yes, All right. we are. Favorite Disney resort? Beach Club. Excellent good answer. Choice, choice. Favorite Disney counter service? I don't know about favorite, but Gasparilla's at the Grand Floridian certainly holds the most memories because that is where I spent four months working. Okay. Uh, that's a different reason for you. Yes, I like it. Yeah. All right. <laughs> favorite table service restaurant? Garden Grill. Oh, good oh, choice. Good one. There you All go. Right. Yes. Favorite Disney snack? No pressure on this one. Just the most oh. important question we ask. Go with the classic Dole Whip. Oh, yes. Team Doug. She listened All to the right. show before. Uh, so, I mean, you can't not pick Dole Whip. Okay. <laughs> Favorite Disney drink? So, La Cava has an old-fashioned margarita. And I'm a Kentucky girl, so I like my old fashions. I like my bourbon. But when you put an old fashioned and a margarita together, you can't beat it. Got to have that. Okay. Oh. You know what? I'm doing this on our trip, Doug. I feel like you have to. Doug. I'm an old fashioned fanatic, and I didn't even realize that was a thing. So, all right. You should read menus. I should. It's I a... don't. <laughs> Reading's hard. <laughs> yes. All right. That looks pretty. I'll take that. All right, a Disney travel bucket list item. Adventures by Disney in Japan or Egypt. Ah, that's a good one. That's a good one. All right, and that concludes the, the lightning, lightning round. round. Well, thank you so much, Jen, for being on the show. Why don't you take a minute and tell the rope droppers where they can find you? You can find me on Facebook. It's Jennifer Upton, Destination Specialist at Touring Plans. I'm on Instagram, Jen underscore Touring Plans, and that's about to have a whole lot of content added from my trip to Cabo last week where I went to tour 17 different all-inclusive resorts. So I've got a phone full of photos, got to upload all that. Um, so I'll be showing you Cabo if you're on my Instagram. Email me, Jen at touringplans.com, and you can always just go to Touring Plans Travel, request a quote, um, and choose my name. You can... Um, put in that you wanted to go to Walt Disney World, Universal, Disney Cruise Line, any other cruise line, because I book cruises on ships, large and small, that sail on oceans and rivers. Just mentioned all-inclusives. Um, so just in case you wanted to take a vacation away from a Disney, desti Disney destination, I can do that too. Okay. Excellent. Who wants to take a... We are just talking about vacations. Now you got to do it at Disney. That's, that's crazy. After your trip to Disney, you, you need go a vacation. Vacation, and that's Disney. when you do the all-inclusive. That's when Cabo vacation. comes in. So when, when you do that three-night stay and you run yourself ragged and, and you need a vacation after your vacation, I can do both. I like it. When's your next, and where are you going for your next Disney trip? My next Disney trip will be to the Wine and Dine Half Marathon the first weekend in November. I have run that race every year since it started um, in 2010. So this will be the 13th time that I have run the Wine and Dine Half Marathon. So I am a perfect wino. That is what we call ourselves. There's about 70 of us left. Crazy people who run wow. that race every year. And Doug so, and I will not be running in that. No. Yep. Just <laughs> missed out on sign-ups, Doug, didn't we? Darn it. Oh. 
foiled uh, once again. Actually, and a few of our Patreons have asked us, when are we legit running uh, a race? And so, maybe someday, someday. It's got to be, it's got to be the wine and dine. It's okay. got to be the wine and dine. Your, your half marathon registration comes with a ticket to a party. That's, That's good sold. Point. I like it. Okay. Yeah. We don't really have to run, run. We just got to get through it, Doug. You just Shuffle. gotta get from the start to the finish. That's all we need. All right. Well, thank you, Jen, so much for being on this week's episode. We'll put all your information in the show notes. And we have a Patreon episode we're gonna do with you. In fact, we had a couple Patreon episodes we're gonna get to this week. And so if you want to hear those, you gotta go into the show notes and click that and be a part of the community. And thank you to all of our Patreons for helping support the show. And of course, if you want to book a trip to Walt Disney World, whether it be for a couple days, 23 stays, uh or any other kind of destination, the amazing destination specialists at Touring Plans would love to help you. So touringplans.com slash travel. Click that Rope Drop Radio link. Let them know that we sent you there. But for that is all the time that we have. So for Doug and Jen, I'm Derek. You've been listening to Rope Drop Radio.